This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for July 30th, episode 2736, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. I think ours is going to be a weekend, Jamie, of driving and not riding. What to be riding in the truck is going to be our weekend coming up. My weekend is going to be watching TV. Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little later because cross country <laughs> is tomorrow. Now you're going to ha- you're going to have to get up at like two in the morning to watch it live, but you know. <laughs> Can you tape on the Roku? I don't know. Can you record it? Uh, yeah, I, it there's like, uh, I figured out how to watch NBC Olympics on the Roku, and I don't own a Roku, but the TV that I have has it in it, oh, I you guess. got lucky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the Roku, you can go on to NBC Olympics and watch like sessions and like the whole thing where I've been watching it on uh, YouTube TV, just the, the little brief pieces it was so funny i was watching olympic uh, dressage for eventing last night and chad is like who is that lady talking she is just delightful (laughs) yeah she's won badminton nine times yeah so she you're talking about lucinda Yes, Lucinda Green. Yeah, she's, she's so amazing. Oh, she's doing such a great job. And you know, even the riders that are, eh, especially when she's talking about some of the she's eventing so dressage, nice to them. <laughs> like, oh my god, she's well. That was that was unexpected. Yes, but, <laughs> unexpected you know, is her favorite word. <laughs> really calm and collected, and 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 you know, I mean, <laughs> she's so nice. Like, I'd be like, oh my god, what is that? This is the Olympics. well. If there was an audience, you would hear the audience go, oh, you know, because yeah. you do that when they make when they screw up and you don't hear that. So you only hear her going, well, that wasn't quite what they imagined it would be. I, I don't think that is what they were going for, but you know, they're here. She's always, she, she always comes up with something positive to say. And then Ky- you can tell John Kyle's just trying, just trying to hold back. He's just, yeah. It's just- yeah. It's like, this. she's like the opposite of Simon Cowell. Yes. Like, she finds the good in everything. Well, and, I, I got and, to audit a clinic with her one time. And, oh, my gosh. Can I just tell you, she is so delightful. She has a, a, a like, she when you go out on cross country, she carries this box, this, like, wagon type thing with her. And in that is different bits and all sorts of equipment. And there was this one girl who was riding in a hackmore. And she's like, Oh no, 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 that's not going to work. We can't, you can't ride that horse in that. He needs a proper bit. And the girl was like, but I want to ride my hack. So don't cry. You have to put a bit in the horse's mouth. And then she like whips out of her wagon this bit and like puts it on the horse and the horse goes amazing. And just like, it's, don't question Lucinda Green, for God's sake. Just do what she says. 
I spent maybe a little bit of a drunken night with Lucinda Green in a golf cart at the World Equestrian Games in Kentucky in 2010. Samantha and I, she needed a ride. I don't know why we had the golf cart, but we couldn't find her car. It was just the most bizarre night. And all of us had been drinking. It was an interesting evening. She's she's funny. She's funny normally. And she's kind of... What's interesting about Lucinda is in person, I don't know if you got to spend any personal time with her, she's kind of snarky. So when I hear her do the commentating, I'm going, oh my God. <laughs> it's like... She Before didn't. I get angry emails, I do know she won badminton six times. On oh, six yeah. Okay. Yeah, not yeah, nine. Not 25, I, but yeah. she should have won it 25. She won, yeah. has won it 427 <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's coming up for us this weekend as we are leaving on the road show, which was not a for sure thing this week. And we haven't you talked about it. It's been a tough it. week. Yeah, it's been an interesting week. So we had our, our going away party last Saturday night here at the farm, and about 25 people showed up. And one of our lovely auditors, um, and I'm saying that sincerely, he's lovely, uh, notified us on Wednesday that he got sick the next morning on Sunday of last week, the day after the party, and got tested and found out he had COVID. Now, he was vaccinated. So I had to notify everybody that was at the party, and Jennifer and I went, oh, crap, because I also got sick on Tuesday. And I did the show on Wednesday, but Jamie knows when I'm sick. <laughs> she knows. The listeners probably do, too. He's kind uh, of a weenie. Yeah, he cover, she life. covers for me. I had slept 12 hours one night, and Jamie and I are not good sleepers. <laughs> we don't sleep well. So if we're sleeping 12 hours, we're sick. Um, but so we went and got tested on Wednesday, Jennifer and I, and found out late last night that we were negative. So if we were positive, we were going to have to put off the trip for 10 days and rearrange everything, which would have been a nightmare. I've been working on this for months. So we unfortunately have to postpone until Sunday leaving uh, because Nigel also came up lame on Wednesday. So the vet's because been out. Let me, let me tell you what happened there. <laughs> Nigel is a horse. And he said, oh, really? You're leaving? Ha <laughs> ha, watch this. So what ended up happening to Nigel? Why is he lame? Because you know he did it on purpose. Well, he, he does it on purpose himself. every time. Because Jennifer, on Tuesday, the day before he came up lame, had sent her entry in for the Biltmore ride, $300, in North Carolina in September when we get back. And Nigel knew for the next five weeks he was going to the trainer to get his little butt ridden off. So that was the day after she sent her entries in. She's been looking forward to this for months. And so she had the vet out, and she's having the farrier out and all of that. And so far, all they can determine is he probably has an abscess brewing. So we just have to wait. That's and she's been soaking his foot. Now the trainer's going to have to <laughs> soak his foot. So I don't know how much extra that's going to cost. But, uh, yeah, so all of this happened this week, and we are going. The trip is on. I am happy to report that the auditor that was sick is feeling better. I am feeling better, and nobody else has tested positive that was at the party. So... That's all good. I feel very bad for the people that were coming to the Alabama meetups. We're probably still going to see the farm owners we were going to stay with um, and still get to visit with them. But the meetups are off in Alabama. And the next thing coming up will be the concert. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, but I do apologize. To, I hope we don't piss off more people on this trip than we make happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like birthday winnies. Like, yeah. like the, the <laughs> so, people that get the birthday winnies are really excited, and the people that you forget are super mad. Well, you know, we do know. We went into this thinking that, you know, was going to happen. It's just going to be that way. You know, we're five week trip with an RV, going to happen. But we didn't think it would happen before we left. <laughs> so. 
today, coming up in the show, I have a special report from our friend Diana DeRosa, our on-site reporter in Tokyo, is going to give us a post-dressage, pre-eventing uh, talk. Uh, and she, I got to meet up with her yesterday in between her assignments. Karen from Kentucky Performance Products is stopping by to announce the winner of the KPP contest. And we're giving away four prizes and really bad ads. So it's winner day here on Horses in the Morning. A lot going on. Jamie has some new horses in. She sent uh, a horse out. This is a very happy home. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But first, Daily Winnies. Happy birthday to our auditors, Jamie Lay, Amanda Kramer, Joy Orr, your co-host. Happy birthday, Joy. And mm-hmm. Teresa Kruger, Danielle Rigby. Danielle Rigby, it's also her birthday. So happy birthday to all of you. We're going to try and keep up. I will try and keep up with the birthdays while we're gone, because if I miss five weeks worth, I just don't want to see the emails. So I'm going <laughs> to do my best to keep up on the birthdays. Out of the Olympics always comes awesome, you know, comeback stories and all that. And I just wanted to make you guys aware. Now, I have not looked at the standings and the scores after day one of eventing because I have not watched it yet. And I love you guys, but I can't. ruin things just to keep up to date on the show. So if you want to know. That's the kind of dedication she has to the show. That's the dedication show. <laughs> I have to the show. <laughs> so, but I did read a story that Sally Spickard wrote on Eventing Nation. She's and been writing is, some good stuff, by the way. If you uh, haven't been following her stuff, you need to go over. She's a great writer. She is. So she wrote a story about uh, a horse named Vicera. Vicera is ridden by Teresa Vickland. And this is a 13-year-old Hanoverian mare that is competing in the Olympics in the eventing portion that has one eye. This mare lost her vision, lost an eye due to uveitis uh, five years ago, and she's been able to bring her back all the way up to the top of this sport. She says that she got uveitis five years ago, and for two years we were treating it and competing, but it was hard with the medications. In the end, she was in so much pain, we didn't have a choice. So three years ago, we removed it, and I was pretty sure she was ever wasn't ever going to do any top eventing, but she did a two star after. And then a couple months later, she just was doing awesome. She jumps those big ass jumps with one eye. With one eye. And <laughs> and the thing is, she had been told by the vets that drops, you know, where they jump and they drop into something is going to really, really mess with her vision. She said she was quite nervous for her first competition back after the surgery. There was a big drop of Bocolo that um, somebody, had, the vet had warned her, might be tough she can't really have the depth perception for it she goes quote but she just popped down like nothing and there hasn't been any problems at all (laughs) there's a girl that likes her job (laughs) that is an awesome mare so uh fantastic job i'm so excited to watch them on cross country it's just those stories i mean to have one eye and competing at the top level of the olympics so congratulations and good luck to Teresa vickland and vicera Great. Let's uh, play the interview. I got to catch up with Diana DeRosa. I think it must have been like midnight her time uh, while she was in. Now, you talked to her before, after 
Grand Prix dressage. Yeah, and dressage is over, dressage. and before and, eventing, and you're going to hear she got to walk the course, uh, the cross country course. So she's going to. Well, talk before a bit about you that. play that, I just have to make a comment because I started watching session one last night. And of eventing dressage. Of eventing dressage, and the last thing I watched was the Grand Prix dressage. Oh my god. Eventing dressage is so bad. <laughs> you know, I said to Jennifer today, I said, oh. I found a way you can watch dressage right on your computer. The eventing dressage, she says, I can't watch eventing dressage. <laughs> I, I mean. And she's an eventer. I, <laughs> I can watch it. But not after watching Grand Prix Olympic dressage. I'm like, oh, my God. And Oliver Townen is in the lead. And it was horrible to watch. God, I hate that guy. Um, so anyway, I, I just I just was watching it. I'm like just cringing. And the first rider that comes out was like, and Lucinda's like, well, okay. <laughs> it's like, you can't find anything nice to say. It's, it's just, she, she did say at one point, she goes, well, just so you know, it's quite a bit different than the just just dressage portion, you know, it's quite a bit different. <laughs> I know she's been reminding everybody, too, that there's more to come. Uh, cross country uh, and stadium, there's more yeah, to this. Yeah, these are very fit horses, and they, they do a lot more than just the dressage. You know, if you've just been watching equestrian dressage, like, it's going to be a little Okay, and all different. you eventers, you know it's true, too, so don't even send your hate mail to Jennifer. Yeah, we I, are, too. To Jennifer was, too. <laughs> She can't watch it either. (laughs) She can't even turn it on. At Rolex, you know, or Land Rover. But, oh, my gosh, after watching days of these amazing chess pieces go out there and perform (laughs) their movements to watching, like, these super fit horses that collection is not their forte, (laughs) it was definitely... Uh, emotionally uh, hard for me, viscerally hard for me, but well, carry on. Let's hear how hard it is for Diana over there in Tokyo. This is her eighth or ninth Olympics covering, and she's also a photographer. So I'll post a link uh, in our show notes. You can go look at her picture. She hasn't posted, and she does amazing photography, too. So let's hear Diana's take on it all. So I have Diana DeRosa with us, coming to us from Japan, and I assume you're in Tokyo somewhere? I <laughs> You bet I'm in Tokyo, yeah. Yep. And is your apartment the size of a uh, postage stamp? At least. At least. <laughs> that's that's saying a lot. It's a little bit bigger than that, but uh, not by much. <laughs> so how is but it I that... I went, oh my goodness, what am I going to do here? <laughs> so tell me, before we get into talking about dressage, which has ended now, and that's why we're talking to you, um, for your impressions of that, but tell me your overall impressions of being there. This is your like ninth Olympics, and it's empty. What is that like? Ah, oh, gosh, you know... You know, I have to come at this from two different directions. It's definitely taken away from it. It's definitely you don't you don't capture all those really cool pictures. But our our uh, stories were on the line, and we were going to we were being told that we were going to be let know the day before if we were going to be allowed in the venue. And the fact that the the arenas are empty, the spectators are not there, has given us enough seats so, so that we are able to get in almost every day so far. Oh, good. Well, for you guys, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, for us, it's a good thing. But it's still, in a way, it is and it isn't because I don't get all those wonderful pictures. Yeah, all the audience shots and the audience in the background and 
and, all and the of cheering. There is a little section. They've got one section at the end where they've got the support where the riders can bring support and stuff like that. But instead of using real hands and claps and cheers and stuff like that, they have these big fake hands that they clap. <laughs> you know, the, the noise level has wow. to be kept down. No spreading germs here. <laughs> so it, it so it's just been a little weird. Yeah, yeah. That combined with all the pressure we're under for for many different things, getting tests every few days, and you know, everywhere we go in, we've got passes. We have to you know prove prove our uh, you know who we are, (laughs) and buses, shuttles to shuttles to shuttles to get to where we're going, and it's a bit crazy, but it's great. I'm uh, listen. I can't complain. I'm happy. I'm here. Yeah, you're one of the very few people watching it in person. So, <laughs> so <laughs> very few. So, tell us about dressage. What an incredible competition and a nail biter at the end too. Oh my gosh, I cannot. I am so so happy for the USA team, and they really earned it. They really fought to the finish. And Sabine, what a surprise! She was to the world. I mean, you cannot imagine the things people are saying about that that woman. You know, she just really su- shocked everybody. You know, people that knew all of the riders when they, you know, they thought, oh, who is this? You know, who is she and where is she coming? Oh, my gosh. She's like right near the top with her scores and everything. Just unbelievable. Yeah. And she was kind of the third. If you were going to rank our riders, she was third ranked. Uh, yet she came out as the superstar, I think, for the U.S. team. She just shined. Yeah, I got to tell you, you know, it's no surprise that they would put her in that position because you have to, you know, she's never done this before. It's a huge deal for her to go in that ring as, as relaxed as she looks and as relaxed as her horse looks is un, un, unbelievable. For first Olympics, that is just unheard of. And did you get a chance to uh, see him or talk to him after they were on the Today Show? We're recording this on Thursday. They were on the Today Show this morning. Uh, but did you get a chance to chat with them? And uh, they have to be over the moon with silver. They we're not allowed to. We, ah, we have strict okay. orders that we're not allowed to. I did. I did get to hear them in a press conference. Finally, when they got their medal, they had them in the room. And so I was able to ask. I was like the person that was asking the questions to the U.S. team. And uh, I got some really good answers from them about their horses, about how they feel about all this. And Sabine started riding this horse when we, when the horse was three. And she is has literally trained that horse with the help of, you know, anybody else where you've got trainers and stuff that help you along the way. But she just really is the key behind that horse. Well, it was amazing. And uh, and the woman from Germany who won the gold, whose name I cannot pronounce. Jessica. Yeah, Je- that's what we're calling her here, too, because we can't yes. say her last name. Uh, so, um, she, her, I mean, she had to be shocked, too, and her horse was amazing. The first time Olympian. Can you imagine? I mean, it's just incredible, some of the stories that are coming out here. And beat and, the number one Olympian of all time in horse world. I mean, let's... You know, that, that, you know what, what, what kills me about that is I almost feel a, a little bit bad for Isabel because... She didn't beat her. Isabel came with a horse that she is grooming to keep rising up the ladder. So there was no way that Isabel really would have had a chance to win this. Mm-hmm. And Isabel is thrilled. She's She's got a horse, this young mare that has shined, 
you know, maybe she didn't win, but she shined at such a young level for doing something like this. So, um, yeah. So, but Jessica's the first time Olympian. I mean, obviously she's with the German team. She's done a lot, but still the scoring, the whole type of system that they used this year was very, very different than in the past and kind of interesting and intriguing how it all worked out. Yeah, because they kind of gave them three different types of score. It was it was different. I mean, it, it was different. And I read in the one in the one area, she got a ninety seven out of a hundred. I mean, it's incredible. Oh. It's just incredible she, what she accomplished. Yeah. And you know what? She she won. She won it. She deserved to win it. And uh, she she had the horse and she rode it. Yeah, uh, yeah. she sure did. Well, now you're heading on to uh, eventing starts today or tonight or tomorrow, whatever time you were at. Um, so did you get a chance to do the course or any of that stuff yet? Actually, yes, we did walk the course yesterday. And, and that's why I only had 20 minutes of sleep yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you sound pretty good. <laughs> yeah, And to an end, no, because I decided not to do the uh, inspection this morning. Because I've got, uh, you know, I've got a number of things due that I've got to get done. And a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, media that I'm writing for doesn't necessarily care about the inspection photos. Yeah. So I made the decision to sort of work on catching up. And then I'm but, bugging you. So that's not helping. <laughs> so, <thank> <laughs> so what was no, the course like? Tell us what the course was like. The course is very interesting. There's a lot of fences that are very close. So, you know, you're going to want to try to do that, go from fence to fence. But the problem is, one, you're shooting this way and the other one you're shooting that way. So even though they're close, to get to them is going to be strange. There's not going to be any spectators. They, uh, oh, the fences, okay. they normally are over 30 fences. And now they're going to be 23 or 24 fences, but with lots of options. So they may have a couple of fences within, because it, it has to do with how many, you know, and how many things they jump more than how many fences, they, you know, how many actually numbered fences they are. So they're doing a lot of jumping in each one. Got it. And and I did read that they, they got a little bit of a straightaway. He's trying to make it so it's less turny because of the heat. Uh, he's trying to keep the horses going and, and uh, you know, not trying to work them up as much. And I know the heat's been an issue there. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. What they've tried to avoid is any kind of weaving, you mm -hmm. know, like S's, because that tires the horses out. So they feel that if they can get the horses on longer runs, and so they're using space within the space because it's in a smaller area so that the horses can keep going straight and galloping straight because they feel that even though it's going to be hot that will be better for them plus they're starting at 7 45 in the morning which means we have to get there at 5 45 <laughs> which means you're getting up at three and catching right, your exactly. multiple buses to get out there <laughs> yeah, exactly no no rest for the weary here i'll tell you <laughs> well diana thank you so much i know you're busy and we really appreciate you taking a few minutes to catch us up and we'll we'll try and get you after eventing too before jumping starts yeah for sure and you know just go to my website if you want to see some of the photos yeah really tell everybody what that is again it's www.dianaderosa.com, and you just go to the Olympian Olympics folder, and it's within that folder. And I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was looking at some of them. They're fantastic, and I'll put a link to it in our show notes. Thanks, Diana. Thank you. I saw this on Adrian Lyle's page, and I just thought at least reading the beginning and the end would be important because I really thought it was beautiful. You know, she did such an amazing job in team 
wasn't withdrew before the individual contention, but this is what she wrote. No matter how long I sit here and try to think of the right words, I don't think I will be able ever be able to accurately describe what it felt like to realize our team had brought home the silver medal to stand on that podium in such incredible company was almost surreal. It was such a close and intense competition, and it was amazing to watch our horses go out there one after another and fight for it until the very end. Salvino once again brought tears to my eyes as he gave his all to help his team bring home the silver medal. He is a true champion with the biggest heart, and I'm humbled to be his rider. And last but certainly not least, thank you, Salvino. You are a warrior. Thank you for your trust in me, for being the most amazing partner, and for always being there when it matters the most. It's a little dusty. (laughs) I know. I was a little teary, too. That was just part of it. She wrote a whole uh, long part of it, too, that it was too long to read here in the show. But uh, that's what it's all about. That's what it's supposed to be all about. Right there. Yeah. Oh, my right? gosh. You know, when we talk about all the issues in the horse world and racing or whatever, you know, people doing bad things. And then there's the, then there's the Adrian Lyles of the world. So. Yeah. It is interesting to listen to uh, non-horse people talk about the Olympics. Like the one podcast I listened to, it's, it's a radio guy from Atlanta. And I knew him when I lived in Atlanta. And he has a show and I listen to it daily. And, oh, my gosh, to hear him talk about. The dressage portion was <laughs> killing me. He's like, I don't understand. What's in it for the horse? He's like, I get racing. They're born to run. They want to run. He was like, but dancing? Do they ever get born and say, I just want to dance? <laughs> I'm just like, I just want to call in and be like, they're trained. <laughs> More highly than the racehorse, actually. Like, he thinks that they just get on and this is like a natural thing that they do. And and it's just, I mean, they're bred and born for collection and for this type of movement. Mm. But, oh, my gosh, it's not, like, it's not like the rider just sits up there and the horse does it all. I just drive. It's like my Flying lead changes every stride horses. is not natural. Uh, no, no, he's like, horses do all the work. Like, well, we don't do and anything. And those piafs and passages, they might be able to do those maybe 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 oh. <laughs> you know what you know when they passage when they're trotting through water yes <laughs> that's right so that's it right. is a natural movement yeah <laughs> not usually in you know it's not a thought about movement on their part no no, no it's just so the training is so amazing and, and beautiful i hope you know you you would hope but to 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 get the relaxation that you've seen in so many of these horses is it's just a testament to to how they are trained and how they they love their job and you know when you take a look you know as much as i pick on dressage when you take a look at dressage and especially at that level when you look at it you do realize there's a partnership there you know if these two are not getting along it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> it's just not because it's so minutely technical. You know, it's just minutely technical. You don't my even father, see those riders yeah. move. You know, my father in law was like, I don't understand how they get the horses to do that. And Chad was like, they don't even say anything to them. And I was like, it's their, their seat bones and their thigh and their calf and their, you know, and he was like, what? I was like, they feel everything. <laughs> I mean, you you saw, it was so funny. I saw a little kick by one of them. And then Lucinda commented, well, that wasn't nice. <laughs> and it was a tiny <laughs> little kick to get the horse to move. It was like yeah. tiny little heel movement. And she's like, well, that was 
was nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, and people jumping in the venting portion, you know, when they, I can't wait to hear what lay people talk about when they see the eventing. Oh, especially cross, cross country. country. <laughs> yeah. and because like these horses will not jump it. If number one, they don't feel good or number two, they don't want to. Right. Trust me. Ask <laughs> yes. me how I know. That's you true. can't make them do that. Nope. So. <laughs> Speaking of horses, you got some new ones in uh, before we get to Karen for Kentucky Performance Products. And we start our day of winners here. Uh, you got some new ones in, and you just sent a, one out. We talked about it on Wednesday, but uh, her, uh, Jessica, one of our ter- tremendous auditors and our artist, our resident artist here at the Horse Radio Network, uh, had uh, had to ship her horse out. He, he wasn't handling Florida heat and ended up moving him up to Maryland, and she was very devastated. And now she has a new one. Her new horse arrived from you, and she cannot say enough nice things about you and the and the uh, horse and hound rescue. Well, I I'm so happy that she got such a nice horse. This was one of the one of the calmest, most generous young horses, three year old that probably I've worked with, and uh, really really nice and. You know, the, the people that owned him took very good care of him and he only raced twice. And this is a testament to his attitude was he, he raced twice, Glenn, and he came in dead last both times. Like not just a little last, like I think he trotted <laughs> the whole <laughs> race. Like I don't really need to do that. And so that's kind of his personality is like, mm. I mean, he will get up and go if you make him, but like, he was kind of like, okay, I don't really, whatever. So she adopted him and he left for Florida on Wednesday. We had to do the show a little later cause I had to meet Creech van shipping company. And so he got to Florida and she's elated. So I got two more yesterday. I went to horse and hound to Guthrie and picked up two more. And one of them is from the same place that Jessica's horse came from. And he is the exact dang same. You know, it's not, it's not the people always look at bloodlines. It's so much how they're treated when and they're, how they're- Raised? One month old, three months old, six months old, one when year old. When they're started, yeah. when they get their first saddle, this guy is really calm. He just jumped right in the trailer. But a testament to these awesome owners, their last one, you know, didn't run outrun a paper bag. This one, he, he never even raced at all because he toes out. Like his his little toes are east and west, bless his heart. His front front legs are pretty crooked. And and they said, you know what, we're not gonna race him. They put him in training, they got him started, and then they donated him to horse and hound. So he's here to kind of see what he's gonna do. And uh, he's so nice and so quiet and so sweet, just like Jessica's horse is. So Jessica, if you know anybody that's looking for a a brother, I've got one. A clone. And, uh, a clone, <laughs> yeah. But like I said, he toes out, so he won't be a sport horse. But he is so quiet. I think he'll make a nice trail horse. And he's only two years old. So he's got the world ahead of him. So we'll see what he does. And the other is a four-year-old that raced for these people. And he is named after the owner. So the owners donated him to Horse and Hound. And they said, we want first right of refusal to adopt him. And they said, you know, what actually we want to do is we want you to send him to Jamie. Let her tell us about him, see if he's going to be suitable for us. So they're actually already adoption pending on him and they're going to come out after a week or so and see him and meet and meet, re-meet him and see if he would make a good horse for them. So it's kind of an interesting story that that hasn't happened before where the people that donated the horse want to adopt the horse. You think he cut all the middleman there, but nope, that was just kind of what the, I think they donated him and went, Oh, I don't know. He's named after me, so I need to keep him. Um, 
I mean, they literally named the horse after the guy who owns him. So you can't just like send that one down the road. It's named after you for God's sake. So we will, uh, spend some time with him. I started him today and he's, he's a little sports car, man. He needs to go be an event horse. He's just like super catty and just really sporty. And he'll just need to learn to calm down. He raced less than a month ago. So he's still like, he's, he's hyped up. Well, he's, he's nice. He's just hyper reactive to pressure and to the send away and to the lines. Like he was like, I'm supposed to run. You're like, no. So his first couple days will be spent just telling him, it's okay to walk. It's okay to calm down. Not nobody's going to make you run. You don't have to do that anymore. And it's funny. It's like a you have to kind of reprogram their brain a little bit. Um when when they have been so recently on the track and they feel that saddle come on and they're like, "Okay, it's time to go. Let's go." And you're like, "No, no. No, no. No. We don't do that anymore." So three after three or four times they start to really understand like, "Oh, Okay, I don't have to do that anymore. So you try to make their training as opposite from racing as they as you can, which is really nice because I spent so much time on the racetrack when I was young galloping horses that I know exactly what is opposite. So we are just doing opposite for him and I think he'll settle in really nice. I'll keep you guys posted. Very good. Well, I, I did want to mention to everybody that's been kind and, kindly sending me messages about the hackney that rode in Tevis. I got two more yesterday. Uh, I'm happy to report to all of you that on the next Endurance episode, we will be interviewing Natalie, who's mom, and Kyla, who's who's the one that rode to hackney, named Flash, the hackney pony. Uh, they had the largest horse and the smallest horse in Tevis this year because Natalie's horse is a 16-3 saddlebred and Kylie rode Flash who made a really who made the Flash at uh, Tevis this year it's all anybody talked about was 11-2 so we had 16-3 and 11-2 riding together and yes we will be interviewing them on the next endurance show because if we didn't somebody was going to burn the horse radio network down so (laughs) (laughs) it's like uh, apparently karen contacted them they have been doing multiple interviews including tv uh radio all kinds of stuff because flash was a we he was nobody cared who won Yeah, like, yeah. I, didn't, I don't even know who won, but the fact that there was a hackney in it is all I've read. So that's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. You got them. I'm pretty bummed that they're not going to come on here, but that uh, that's really awesome. Yeah. So Karen knows, actually knows the mom and worked on committees with So basically, with her, so. are you saying stop sending he, me Yes, you can stop sending me the emails now. And yes, we, we had a little, we recorded this ahead because of the trip. And I, I will tell you that Kyla and I had a little bonding time talking about our hackneys. Oh. And then we learned that hackney ponies are all the same naughty level. (laughs) They're all all naughty. So it was fun to talk to somebody with another pony that's just like mine. (laughs) So uh, so yes, you will hear that interview coming up in a couple of weeks on the Endurance Show. All right, let's go to Karen, who we're going to see in a week uh, from Kentucky Performance Products. We're going to be with her in Lexington. Don't forget to take a look at all the meetups. Go to horseradionetwork.com, click on the banner at the top of the page, and we'll be having a a Lexington meetup a week from tomorrow. And Jamie will be in town. It's the only meetup she's going to be in town for, so you definitely want to join us. And Karen will be there and a whole bunch of others. So uh, look for that. It'll be at the Kentucky Horse Park on Saturday. And Karen, if you remember right, uh, had a contest with the Kentucky Performance Products where they had our listeners and other people write in, and you could say why you love the products and what it did for your horse. And then uh, they were going to give a prize away, and they're announcing the winner here on the show. <laughs> 
Well, Karen is here from Kentucky Performance Products, and we're so excited. We get to see you next week, and we're actually going to be doing a show from your place, which is so exciting because uh, I don't think we've ever done that from Kentucky Performance Products. So uh, it's it's we're looking forward to it. I know. So am I. It's very exciting. I can't I wait get, to see you guys. I get to see where the magic happens, where all my supplements are created. I'm so excited. <laughs> I would. Do you have cameras, by the no, way, for shoplifters? Because uh, I would keep them. Happens, but <laughs> take you where they're stored. I would make you sure there's the nothing stuffed under her shirt, like big barrels of things. Uh, <laughs> I know she might. She might leave with it. You know, just pat my pockets. <laughs> How much can you take on an airplane? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they'll let you on. Yeah. A white powder. <laughs> Don't worry, it's just thirty pounds. Yeah, yeah. white powder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Karen, so. we did a contest. You did a contest, and we've been announcing it for the for the last month. And what we had was listeners and others write in your customers write in to as to why they like what products they use and why they like them. And you have chosen not just one, not just two, but three winners. And what do the winners get? They get um, they get twenty percent off and free shipping for the product of their choice um, for a year, uh, and then they get a custom halter with their horse's nameplate on it, one of the nice Kentucky halters, and then they get a, a beautiful cooler with the Kentucky Performance logo on it, and then there's a, a bunch of other Kentucky um, just hats and and shirts and things like that that we'll be putting in a bucket and, and sending to them. So it's it's a fun it's a fun um, contest and you get a lot of nice prizes yay terrific all right well we're we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna have you announce all three winners and then we're gonna have you read one of the entries today and then in the next couple of weeks we're gonna have you read the other entries because you said they're all really good so uh we want to hear them all so we'll spread out the the fun uh so let's start with who are the three winners and i don't know if you know where they're from but Um, I don't know where they're from because okay. we didn't take um, names. I'm pretty sure they're all from the United States. We okay, know that. Gotcha. Um, so the first winner, the first winner is Kimberly Watts, and I believe she's, she's one of our terrific listeners fans. from California. Yes, we know Kimberly. <laughs> she's, California, all right. I've been cruising with Kimberly, so yes, I know Kimberly. Um, and the second one was Abby Fault. F O L T Z. If I'm All saying that right, classic. yes, I believe I that is also a listener. Yes, also I a listener from also, Virginia, I think. Yes. Yep. And then the last one was um, a young fellow named Matt Starr. Very good. Well, congratulations to all three of them. That's terrific. And we just had so much fun getting these in and reading them. And it it was just, it's great. It was, it was just a ton of fun. So we're, we're going to do some other things with the rest of the folks that have, um, that sent us testimonials. So we'll probably be contacting some of them and, and um, talking to them about their stories as well. So it was it was a great contest. You guys did well with it too. I wrote, I wrote to to one of your people about two weeks in, and I said, "Are you getting any entries?" And she said, "Oh my god!" So because sometimes yeah. it's hard to get <laughs> entries when people actually have to write something out, right? So uh, it, more than yes or no, and you apparently got a ton of them. So good for you. 
<laughs> so. Well, we did, and, and you know, it's kind of like once you get people start to start talking about their horses. <laughs> yeah, well, we know that <laughs> story. <laughs> we, yeah, I mean, we were all like that. I guilty as charged. <laughs> you mean horse people like to talk about their horses forever? That's weird. Huh. <laughs> no, isn't it? Yeah. You, know, you go to dinner, huh. and, and there's a couple of horsey friends there, and there's a couple of non-horsey people there, and it's like. I got the first five line, weeks of that coming. Karen, five weeks of that coming. Karen, do you know what I call those people that are non-horse people at the dinner table? <laughs> no. Bored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> they all get this glazed look, and we're all... <laughs> and they're like, oh, but they get up and they migrate into the other room. They're bored. <laughs> I'm there to entertain their husbands. That's my job on this trip coming up is I am there to entertain the husbands. That's my job. So well, you all talk <laughs> all about the, wives, the husband happens to be the horsey wife. Right, right. Exactly. All right. So let's read the first entry and then we'll do the next couple in the next couple of weeks. Okay. This is what Kimberly Watts wrote. Um, we asked, why have you chosen KPP over other brands? And she writes, I first heard about KPP on the Horse Radio Network. The supplements sounded like the support I wanted for my horse. When my equine chiropractor learned I was using Elevate, he said that it is the best vitamin E supplement available. Then we asked her how KPP supplements helped her horse. And she said, I'm sure my horse's strength and fitness has increased and he recovers quickly with Elevate. Last summer, I was competing for multiple days in 105-plus temperatures. My horses performed wonderfully with some rides over 70. Obviously, I monitored them closely, but Guinness never showed any signs of heat stress or dehydration because I fed him summer games electrolytes. Thanks, KPP. That's fantastic. Wait a minute. That deserves... Good job, Kimberly. That's terrific. Yeah, it? it just—I don't know—it's just so rewarding to to hear people say that the products had helped their horses, you know, because that's why we do this. That's why I do this. That's why I got into it to begin with. Right. So to kind of get that feedback, it was fun for us too. To be able to hear well, that. and you put your heart and soul into this. This is not a mega corporation here. Karen started this company, so you know <laughs> she's put her heart and soul into this company for how many years now? You guys been? Oh, gee, since 1988. Wow. So how many years is that? That's a long That's, time. Don't yeah. ask us math. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long time. It's 20 plus years. <laughs> so. That's 33 years. Wow. 33 years. I can't believe it. That's when we were young and we were lighting the world on fire and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> had and, all that energy. And next week, we're all going to be walking around in our walkers and uh, hanging out together yeah, on the porch. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm going to PT so I can ride my horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Karen. And thank you to everybody that um, entered and to all of our listeners who entered. I know two out of the three were, were listeners, so I don't know about the third one. Um, but we, we really appreciate you guys, and thank you all for everything you've done. You're the title sponsor for this trip coming up. We leave on Sunday. So that billboard on the back of that uh, RV is going to be seen by thousands of people all across the East Coast. Uh, and we're looking forward to seeing you next week. I'll see you then. I can't wait. All right. Thanks, Karen. 
Well, thank you to Karen for joining us, and we're looking forward to seeing her. A reminder that you can participate in the Roadshow from home, and you don't even have to leave the house. If you're not anywhere close to a meetup, you're out west, and you've yelled at me about not coming out to Oregon on this trip, or Washington, or California, then you can join us next Wednesday night, because we're doing a Templeton Thompson and Sam Gay concert. We're coming to you live on Facebook. We're going to be on the Horse... Just go to the Horse Radio Network Facebook page, or the Horses in the Morning Facebook page, and also the Auditor's We'll be uh, putting it in there. You can come out in person to see this concert with Templeton and Sam. It's the benefit Colby Army, Colby's Army, which is a therapeutic riding center there near Nashville. That's the one that Lisa Waisaki, regular co-host here, uh, that's the one that she runs. It's a terrific organization, and we're going to have people there in person, and we're also going to be putting the concert out live. And from what I heard from Lisa, there might be... Be maybe we're not sure another singer songwriter or two coming down from Nashville. So, I Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, uh, y'all. I already Why asked not? if it was Kyrie Underwood, and it, uh, apparently it isn't. So, uh, yeah, you so didn't ask if it was Tim and Faith. I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I could be. <laughs> she knows all those people, so it could be. Uh, so next Wednesday night, seven o'clock, uh, mark it on your calendar, seven to nine, join us for the concert. It's going to be a lot of fun and, uh, you get to see all of us down there having a good time in Tennessee. And we'll remind you of that again next week. We will be having shows. So the shows go on while we're on the road, but now it's time. Speaking of the show going on, pay it. I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right, it is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when we read some ads sent in by listeners from all over the world. Either they found it on Craigslist or Facebook, and we just have a little bit of fun with them, and they usually have something to do with a horse or a barn or a farm. And we give away or prize trailer. or a trailer. And we give away, we have a doozy of a trailer this week. We give away prizes for that at the end of every month. And they're provided by horselovers.com. And they've been doing this for us forever. They're also a sponsor of the roadshow. So thank you to Horse Lovers, one of our terrific sponsors and been hanging out with us for a while. I saw somebody was buying a saddle from them yesterday. Apparently they had saddles marked down and they were on there buying a saddle, one of our auditors. So tell us about the first prize from Horse Lovers. The first prize from Horse Lovers is a giveaway of the artistic tops and shirts from the Elise Genist Watercolor Artist Series. Combining art and equestrian fashion gives you the most amazing look and finest equestrian fashion. You get your choice of tops up to a retail value of $140, and that's Arista. Oh, my gosh, they're gorgeous. So uh, is, is your son nearby? He is. He's right here. Well, okay, why don't we have him pick the numbers for the winners? Okay, Lucas, come here. Now, you, you can just keep the headphones. Just uh, tell them I need uh, a number between 1 and 212. Glenn wants you to pick a number between 1 and 212. Um, <laughs> Any number. 211. 211. Okay. That's let me, my boy. Let me bring up the spreadsheet. Why do people always do this? Uh, oh, my God. Somebody you saw last week, Betty Faye. Betty Faye's the winner. <laughs> Did he rig that? 
Did he rig that? <laughs> he does love Betty. <laughs> well, that's Betty. terrific. Betty's styling. She can be styling out there in Colorado. Good job, Betty. And she submits a lot, too. She deserves that one. All right. So the next winner uh, is going to be for what? The next prize, let me find it. I'm dealing with an eight-year-old, uh, is <laughs> the winner selects $150 worth of prizes from Oak Equestrian, a collection of products designed by the people who love to ride. Utilizing their collective experiences in a variety of disciplines, they are proud to bring you quality items you'll love at prices you'll adore. If you're looking for great pieces with cutting-edge style and design without spending a fortune, welcome to the OEQ or Oak from clothing to tack, OEQ has a product for you. Now, what are the numbers? Okay, between 1 and 212, and it can't be 211. <laughs> between 1 and 212, and you can't pick 211 again. Can't pick Betty again. 157. 157. All right. You're not old enough to know that number. Okay, 157 is, oh, he picked a name. I'm going to butcher. Uh, Caitlin Drozdowski. So Yay! congratulations Caitlin. to Caitlin Drozdowski. I think I got that right, actually. Uh, that's a, those are nice products. Oka Question has nice stuff. So good job, you. You get to pick anything you want, too. That's kind of cool. Uh, now we're going to pick two winners of $50 gift certificates for HRN swag. You get to go to our swag store and pick hats or shirts or whatever you want out of HRN Gildet stuff. Geldet stuff. stuff, that's right. Uh, so let's uh, have two. We're going to need two numbers and same, just not Is the two we picked that before. that girl stuff on there yet? Because I really need No, I, I didn't get it there yet. I'm going to do that, though. Team That Girl will be on there. Okay. So two more numbers. Okay, two more numbers. Yeah. Um, 52. 52. 52. Okay. A gift certificate winner is Hannah Reppert. So congratulations, Hannah. Hannah. Hey, we're staying with her on the trip. So congratulations, Hannah. (laughs) I believe she has one of my horses, my horse and hound horses. Oh, that's right. Wow. Small world. See, it pays to enter. Uh huh. And then uh, we need one more number. One more number. This is challenging. I know. 87. 87. So hard to pick numbers. Um, everybody has trouble with this, that we ask. <laughs> uh, Michelle Fuentes. So, Michelle, Michelle, congratulations. You also are a $50 HRN swag winner. So, congratulations to everybody. We had se- seven winners on today's show. Who else gives away the kind of stuff we do? Nobody. No other podcast. So that's it. Congratulations, everybody. We'll be in touch. We'll be emailing you, and uh, you get to go pick your... We'll put you in touch with horse lovers to go pick your winning stuff. All right. Let's go to our first entry. And we had a lot of people submit entries today, which they always get double entries if they record their own. And the first one is Laura Berry. This is Laura Berry from Fallon, Nevada, and I have a local ad close to me that I'd like to share with you. Um, Better jump on it quick, though. These might go fast. Um, Miniature horse mares. PM for more info. I will not respond to comments. Susie is a black and white mare, and Ginger is a chestnut sorrel mare. Located in Lovelock, Nevada, but we'll meet nearby. Delivery possible. So mini number one, Susie. She's 15 years old, 34 inches, I think. Basically a wild pony, but his halter broke if you can catch her. 
absolutely horrible for the farrier unless your farrier knows what he's doing. My farrier got her hooves done about eight weeks ago, but it wasn't a fun task. Needs someone to devote time to her. Clearly, she is not broke to ride, and I would say she's for children. You would say she's for children. She's okay. not broke to ride, but Possibly she's for children? <laughs> as she has and been turned out with my stud mini, not papered. <laughs> okay, mini number two is Ginger. She's eight years old, 36 inches, never actually measured her. Possibly bred, as she's been turned out with my stud mini. Was oh, told God. she was started with harness training by previous owners, but never tacked up her to find out what she knows. She has not been ridden, as far as I know. Trailers well. Great for the farrier, but is due for a trim again. Really sweet, but sometimes can be a little hard to catch. Food aggressive towards other horses, but will eat with them. She's just the alpha mare, spelled A-L-F-A. Okay, good luck with that. Oh, my God. What a pair. Might go quick. <laughs> yeah, I love that she's like, um, could be easier to trim if your farrier knows what she's doing. But it took my farrier forever. Yes. <laughs> Basically, she's just like, what is that? Like, shamed her own farrier. Yes, she did. And did you notice she said that the other one's overdue? Because the farrier didn't come back. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. person's not coming back. No. <laughs> All right, Betty Faye actually sent in the next one. And you know what? I'm going to let Lucas read this one. Um, okay. He he wants to participate, and he just loves Betty. So here we go. You are going to read this. Get really close to the microphone and then read what you see, just like you see it. Whenever you least expect it. Slow down. Start over. Oh, okay. Talking to the mic. Whenever you least expect it, I am back for more. (laughs) (laughs) To To Betty Faye. No, just restart there. Facebook, everything equine, Fremont County, Colorado. ISO, one to two project horses slash ponies. Must be at least two year year old and no funny business or bad vices. Must be sound. Budget 2K. Now read read this sentence again and read it like I told you to. Ah, no. No. <laughs> I so one to two project horses slash ponies. Must be at least two year old and no funny business or bad vices. Good job, buddy. Good job. No Thank you, funny Lucas. business. No funny business. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. Can you believe my child reads? I can't believe I mean, he reads. I remember when he was born. I can't believe he reads. You might hear him in the post-show auditors because he took over the mic when Jamie had to leave for about five minutes earlier, and I'm going to play that in the post-show. So I went to the restroom, which is right behind <laughs> my desk across the, the you know, on the other side of the wall, and I hear Lucas talking to somebody, and I know it's just the two of us in the house. And I walk out, and he's just sitting at my microphone, just chatting away to Glenn. And apparently, Glenn recorded it because I and will be playing it in the post show. He just showed up and said, "You know, I'm here." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> he he's really fascinated by all of this now and wants to participate. He would he's like to be, be having a his YouTuber. own podcast here soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. Start your Good own luck podcast. with that. <laughs> all right, Lorene sent the next one in. Oh, five dollars. She's in a car, and you, and there's a lot of noise. Yeah, there are eyes. Okay. Good morning. It's Lorene Barden. I'm going to read a really bad ad. Wait a minute. Do you hear any noise at all? She's not driving. Is she okay? And this ad is for a quarter horse. Do you think she's at home? I don't know her ever to be home. (laughs) Quarter horse. That's $2,000. 
The ad has no punctuation, nothing's capitalized, no periods, nothing. 15 hands have been riding 30 days, not been rowed, R-O-A-D, in eight months. So if he hasn't been rowed in eight months, when did they do the 30 days? I don't know. <laughs> 15 hands been riding 30 days, not been rowed in eight months. Very smart, not got bloodline. I think double K bread never bucked with me. Five half years old would make one do anything if word with just needs lots riding. I ride with spurs. He took them okay. Has never bucked with me. Plow ring stops really good. Very strong built like a tank. That's it. That's the whole ad. Have a great weekend. Bye. <laughs> she did a good job reading that, considering there was no punctuation and it wasn't English. She did, she did a good job. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. You that just want to comment awful. so much on that. <laughs> Deep breath. I've ridden him with spurs. He didn't care. He didn't care. I mean, you haven't ridden him in eight months, so what are you talking about? <laughs> that was nine months ago we rode him. Uh, and it didn't go well, so we didn't ride him for the last eight months. Now it's time for him to go because he's eaten us out of Heisen home. He's a big boy. In the world of, of I just started uh, looking on mm. the uh, Oklahoma Craigslist mm. for ads. And mm. oh, God. You can't so, have a soul. You can't, can't have, have a soul. soul. <laughs> this one is uh, for a 14 year old gelding. Good trail horse. We'll go anywhere. Has a slight gimp that doesn't seem to bother him. <laughs> Just a gimp. <laughs> if he's limping, it's bothering him. <laughs> Allison sent the next one in. <clears throat> Horse for sale, Portland. And it says, Tigard, Hillsborough, Gresham, Tillamook, Vancouver. I, I guess those cheese. are town names. I don't know. Uh, Horse is two and a half years of age. The breed is Calafrisian. Quafrisian. Quafrisian. He is a very noble, very beautiful color. Good with kids, too. He has no problems or bad habits. Very good horse. $8,000 for the Califrisian. What's Qua- a Califrisian? Is that actually Qua- a thing we're going to be made full of? Somebody's going to write okay. to us and say. I'm, 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 oh, my God. Really? This is the registration. C-U-A-F-R-I-S-I-A-N. Is it a thing? That's not even how you spell Frisian. Um, Quafrisian, it's a Frisian quarter horse. Really? This is like becoming like dog breed. It is. <laughs> it's a labradoodle, you know, like it's a Quafrisian, but Qua, C-U-A, it would be Q-U-A, and Frisian, that's not how you spell Frisian. I didn't know this was a thing. We've been doing this show for 3,000 episodes probably 5,000 hours, and we learn something new every week. <laughs> you know what? I'm noticing a trend because most of the registrations say things, the, the websites that talk about them uh, say things like this. Yegua corto de mia es fotos su hija cuafrisian. Hija dejo las fotos de su hija cuafrisian. So somewhere so in South America, says, we're reading a, these. It's a, well, or, just south of... Our America. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia sent the next one in. It's our horse trailer of the week. And it's, I wonder if it comes with the cows. Um, so it's horse trailer, $2,500. Well over our price. Uh, horse trailer with gooseneck. It is in good shape. No, it's no, not. It's not. <laughs> it's in terrible shape. It's completely rusted. For, it's a large gooseneck, too. It must weigh 8,000 pounds. It's completely rusted from one end to the other. Completely rusted. The door is open, and inside looks like leftovers of building materials from about the last 30 years. And there are multiple cows that are hanging around under, <laughs> under, under the gooseneck. The gooseneck. 
So, and then there's an arrow pointing to something. I guess it's pointing to the cows. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, so there you go. You can do the cows come with the gooseneck? I mean, aside from the building materials inside it, there are also a variety of building materials around it, so much so that you can't even see the tires. Maybe it was open for the cows to go in it. Ooh, must smell good in there. Oh, That's how you teach your teach your horse to load, you know? You just put the food <laughs> in there and leave the door open. They'll eventually go in if they get hungry enough. Do they give the cows tetanus shots when they're young? Because if these, people, or these cows have been hanging around this trailer, they're going to need one. Oh Please spay, neuter, geld, and vaccinate. <laughs> You've to uh, add that now. <laughs> the next one comes from Michelle. And this oh, is one of our winners today, too. One of our winners. Yeah. ISO horses in KY, K- Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee, under $1,000. This can't be good. I gave it to you because it's Southern. <sighs> ISO horses in Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee, under $1,000. And that's a yearling APHA cult. Comes with application. <laughs> I can't read, so I'm not filling it out. I ain't filling it out. You want papers, you got to go get them. Yeah, I'm not paying for that. (laughs) Yearling APHA cult comes with application. Came out of a horrible situation, and he has gained a lot of weight and now healthy and ready for a new home. UTD Coggins, he is halter broke, but now that he feels good, he can be sassy. He says in Bowling Green, Kentucky. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give this lady applause because you know what? She saved that horse and it does look half decent now. So good for her. Uh okay. <laughs> if you wanna call give somebody a round of applause that takes a horse and still sells it for under a thousand dollars on a Facebook page. All right, she did a good thing. I'm going with that. I'm feeling generous. I'm going with that. Tara sent the next one in. If it's a thousand dollars, this is Tara in Texas, and this is a funny one. It's from a Facebook group called Texas Sport Horse Showcase, and well, I'll say why it's funny at the end. (laughs) Looking for novice horse lead change jumping three foot Ben showing fancy sixty k for a girl thirteen contact and then the farm name. You'd think with someone with a $60,000 budget that they could type a legible, understandable, readable ad. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) That means I ain't got $60,000. I shouldn't come test ride your $60,000 horses. (laughs) All right. uh, Thank you, Tara, for sending that in. Kim sent this one in. Where's Kim? Kim, 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 Kim. Uh, I got to find Kim. Oh, here we are. Hi, this is Kim in SoCal. Another and winner. I have Gambit here with me. But actually, what I really have is a bad ad from Craigslist, Farm and Garden. The header reads, Pony for Sale or Trade for Older Pony, $2,300. Now we go with no punctuation. Cute stocky pony right under 13HH grade gilding broke to ride perfect advanced beginner, even older kid or teen or small adult good health sound gets along with, well, with other horses, easy keeper, trailer, great trail, rides water, street traffic, good need, slower pony, that's what we need. This is a great step up pony. If you are interested in buying or trading, email me to check him out. Thank you. (laughs) It's harder to read those than people think. It really is. (laughs) It really is. Well done. Thank you, Kim, for that. Uh, Brenda, you got the last one. 
Oh, I have the last one from Brenda. Yep. Okay. Well, there's a lot of punctuation in this one. Horse. Exerciser. Alpine. Wanted. Horse. Exerciser. Trainer? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Type T-Y-P-E person. I need someone to help out with my. Horse. <laughs> My work is not allowing me to spend the time he needs at the present need groundwork and writing call la 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 show contact info. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. You know what? D don't all horses need groundwork and riding? Isn't that what they all really need when you think about it? I don't it? know. I couldn't get past the different <laughs> periods in the sentences. I think if we took some of those periods and put them into Kim's or Tara's, uh, things would be a little easier. It would be. It would be easier <laughs> for us anyway. Yeah. Uh, oh, so also good. submitting today was Ina, Sarah, Casey, and Caitlin. Thank you so much for everybody who submitted ads this month. We really appreciate it, all 212 of you. And uh, look, it pays to pays to submit. You win stuff. So Made your uh, own. Look yeah. at these. Winners sent their own. All right. We have to go pack. We have to get ready to roll out of here. So uh, go to horseradionetwork.com. Click on the tr Roadshow banner at the top. We want to meet you guys along the way. We'd love to eat something with you, dance with you at the concert, do whatever. Uh, go trail riding with you in Michigan. We have a lot of stops to do. And we're going to get to see Drink Jamie. with you in Lexington. Yeah, in Lexington. I'm we haven't seen it. you in so long. It seems like forever. So we're looking forward to it. We'll see you all on the road. Thanks, everybody. Spain neuter geld. Hang on, That's auditors. Me. You have to hear uh, Lucas in the post show. Sneaky thing. I didn't even know he was going to do that. Okay, auditors, you made it to the post show. Remember, this can get a little, well, shitty. So it's not safe for work or the kiddos. Y'all have fun now. All right, let's play Lucas first. I'll play Lucas first because he sat down when Jimmy went to the bathroom during the recording and just started talking to me. So here's, here's what we talked about. I've been here for a little while. <laughs> Hey, you. How are you doing? Hi. Good. I just took over the show while you I'm You did? You're taking over the show while yes. you go in the bathroom? Yes. <laughs> so what did you think about dressage? I mean, I've seen it. I think it's something my mom would like. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about dressage. <laughs> I think it's something your mom would like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, you've been riding a little bit, though, huh? A little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's good. Do you like riding? I mean, not as much as my mom, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. So what's your favorite sport? Is baseball your favorite? Probably. Yeah. What position do you play anyway? I usually play about, um, I usually play second or shortstop. Oh, uh -huh. you got the, you got the hard job. Yeah. <laughs> Shortstop's the busy place. Yep. So my can, dad said it was captain of the infield. So <laughs> <laughs> it's true, actually. So are you a good throw? Do you throw good? I think I'm. Um, I'm not going to brag, but <laughs> I think I do. Yeah. And are you a good hitter too? 
Yep. <laughs> yeah. Good. Cool. Your mom's loving that. I know how she likes baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she's coming back. How we? <laughs> okay, I'm still on. <laughs> I go to the bathroom and come back and on my bike. <laughs> so basically, he likes that you like dressage. Him's not so much, and you have a little baseball star. He plays shortstop. He's like the he's, he's captain utility. of the team. He's utility. He's kind of a... Well, he was also Big eight shot. on the team of... Everybody else was seven, so... Oh, well, he's... Had some like, advantage. He's a foot taller than the rest of them. Exactly. <laughs> do you love the fact that he loves baseball? I do. You know what? I love the fact that I get... Like, I love watching my husband watch him. It's mm, kind he's of very a, proud. Yeah. Chad played at college baseball at OU and it's just like baseball was his life and, and baseball certainly was my life. You know, there are not many women who did what I did, got to do, you know, go work for the Atlanta Braves like I did. And so baseball is a, a really big well, part You know, of, a lot of the new listeners won't have heard that. What was your job there? Uh, I worked for the Atlanta Braves. First of all, I was in media for the radio station. So my job was to go yeah, like into the locker rooms and get audio <laughs> afterwards. What was that like? I can't unsee some of the things. <laughs> and when there's a girl in there, it's like they try to make you uncomfortable. Yeah, they do it more because yeah. they're pissed you're there in the first place or they're happy you're there in the first place. I don't know. I didn't want to be there, so it wasn't my fault. <sighs> okay. And then I ended up, I got fired from a radio station and freaked out. And I went to the stadium and I asked if they were hiring. And so I got the job as a person in between innings on the big screen, on the microphone, like, all right, it's time for the Home Depot. You were announcing race. in the big stadium? Oh, yeah. I didn't I, even know that. In between innings, when the teams would change, I would come up in the big screen and, and had my, like, dancing Braves girl. I shared the job with another guy and, and dancing. And I also did some pre-show on the, like, you, you know, when people walk into the stadium, I was the... Are you a pump them up? Trivia and, yeah, yeah. I just played games with people and, and interviewed players, like, on the big screen behind me and... You know, like, oh, all right, cool. who's got a question for Matt Diaz? And then somebody come up and be like, what's your favorite movie? You know, like <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And were you in charge of finding the kissing couple and all that stuff too? No, no, no I don't no, do that. That was no. camera people. I just was the MC in between innings at Atlanta Braves games. Oh, and I great. loved, I just, like my first paycheck that came from the Atlanta Braves. I mean, come on. That's like the coolest thing ever. And then at the end of the season, they give you a, a prize and so i have like a, an autographed baseball bat engraved with the oh, year cool. i worked you there probably, you just, still have that I'm, ass I'm assuming of course i do it's so it was so cool it was a really fun job and i still have these you know i was in my 20s and so i have these baseball you they, they give you braves jerseys with your name on the pack so i had like a home jersey and an away jersey and uh <laughs> In my 20s, I was a lot thinner. I mean, I th I don't know if Lucas could wear these tiny little things. Like, they are tiny. I mean, I would bust out of them at this point. But good Lord, I just go, look how mommy used to look. I used to fit in that. <laughs> 
that's I always wanted to be the guy shooting the t-shirts out of the cannon. I always thought that'd be fun. I yeah, be I don't guy. think they did t-shirts because of people like trying to, you know, it's a free t-shirt, you people. It's probably sewed incorrectly. There's one sleeve that's, <laughs> that's completely right. It's closed. the seconds is what they shoot out of the cannons. And it usually was, I love when at hockey games, they would shoot the hot dogs. And invariably, the wrapper would break and it would go all over everybody. They shot hot dogs? Yes, at hockey games, they would shoot hot dogs in those. Now, they'd I be wrapped up. As the radio person, I got to go to one of the minor league hockey games and, and the halftime, you know, they always have somebody come down and uh, shoot like from the oh yes the shoot the puck from like yeah try and shoot get it a puck. little hole or whatever yeah and so I had to do it the puck drop a couple times at the minor league games and then I went and did the um, half half court fifty yard line I don't know what they call it the whatever line it's a ring. I know you that you people are <laughs> cussing me out right now who, who love hockey I'm sorry um, but I got to Rachel shoot the puck. who's in Las Vegas is a super duper hockey fan and she's right now just cringing she's just I know I'm sorry I'm sorry it was the 50 yard line midfield <laughs> midcourt <laughs> mid rink anyway I got to shoot the puck into the thing with the mascot guarding the and? The, the, the freaking nailed it you did? I have never had any moments like again <laughs> sporting moments of my life that goes down is probably top two. Did you I win a car? Did you win a car? I did not win a car. They were like, woohoo! Okay, time to start the game. <laughs> Get off the ice. <laughs> Because the guys in pads are going to run your ass over. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. was one of my better sporting moments. I'm not lie. That is so cool that you got to do all that stuff, though. That is really yeah. Neat. It was a lifetime ago. I know, but you know, Atlanta, you got to do some cool stuff in Atlanta. You really did. I did. You know, being on the radio there paid off for you, except for the traffic. <laughs> so that's like, and you know, like the uh, radio is just hard. It's just yeah, a hard. It's hard a job. hard industry, and I don't think it's gotten any easier lately. That's for sure. Yeah, I think it's gotten tougher. All right. Well, that's it. We got to go get packed. I'm looking forward to seeing a bunch of auditors out there in the road and seeing you next week and uh, having some fun along the way. All right. Drive Thanks, safe, everybody. Friend. Bye, everybody. See you all next week. Okay, boys and girls, we're done here. Now go ride your horse. Stop yelling at me. <laughs>